Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to good old Rocky Pod. That's right, Tennessee is 3-1. and one. Falls took on uh, University of Texas San Antonio this past Saturday, and we got a win. How about that, boys? You excited? TBO. Hey. I'm excited. Yeah. Mm. I kind of wish, looking back on it, I do wish that, like, the first half was great. I think we missed a really good opportunity to, like, when Joe Milton kind of got dinged up a little bit, to not put him back in the game. Because just think about, like, if he wouldn't have went back in the game in the third quarter and kind of stunk it up a little bit, he would have left that game on a high. And now we're kind of like that third quarter put a little bad taste in our mouth. But other than that, I think we're good. I agree with that. Caleb, what do you think? I I mean, I don't have that much of a bad taste about the – game that said i did not watch the third quarter so that could be part of it but i just feel like that happens to everybody with the third quarter i just feel like that happens to everybody you come out we're up whatever more than four scores you're bound to have a letdown i think that team would have lost to virginia by three scores who San Antonio? San Antonio. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about our third quarter team. No. Yeah. Um, Chris, what was the – oh, yeah, the, the stat. So 27% of Joe Milton's total yards on Saturday came on that first run he had for a touchdown. It's ridiculous. That's not ridiculous. That, that is ridiculous. Matt, it was an 81-yard touchdown run. Like, of course that's going to be a big percentage. Yeah, of and goal. he went on to play – into the fourth quarter against Texas San Antonio and couldn't do hardly anything. That is not true at all. It is true. <clears throat> thank, thank you to our running what backs. What is the for, correct percentage of yards it should have been? Uh, like less than 27, 10, <laughs> 10%. I do like that I saw one that said that like he ran 21 miles an hour on that, which is like, the fastest by a quarterback, and I was like, I think I, he ran 22 miles an hour when he ran out of bounds versus Ole Miss. <laughs> <sighs> well, let's not get personal, guys. Ah, sorry, I, that's oh, just been in my head all day. That's a good one. Oh man. Okay, but seriously, I don't understand why people can't be happy. Like we did exactly what we were supposed to do Saturday. The reason, I don't know. Is y'all a bunch of negas and pessimists? No question. We are negas. We are pessimists. But I think with good reason. I don't like that our team had to get together and ha- and Joe have to beg them, guys, we need to keep playing with the same energy that we had before. Like, it, it's, they're, they're missing something. I don't know what that is just well, yet. I Maybe think enter. I think we are missing something, and it's called like Hinn and Hooker and Jalen Height. But um, very sports analyst of you, Kyle. <laughs> Please continue. But I think that like you know, looking forward, I I did feel a little awkward when they opened the broadcast up and they were like, "Hey, the highlight of this week was." Uh, Joe Milton sending a group text message to the scout defense and asking the scout defense to play the offense harder because we need to practice harder. I didn't hear that. Now I'm even more angry. I know. Like Joe Milton created a group chat with the scout team. Why does everything make you guys mad? I do not understand this. It's dark mode, man, and we're we're dark right now. In a dark place. <laughs> no. My, my favorite Joe Milton thing was uh, when the uh, commentators said, yeah, the coaches asked him to take a different approach this week. They said, find a quarterback that you compare yourself to and go watch the film. And who did he pick? Cam Newton. Okay, who? I don't understand why I'm mad about that either. Who else would you compare him to? Who do you think he compares to? I mean, yes, he compares to Cam Newton, but is he even close to that level? No. Okay, do you want him to compare himself to someone better than him or someone worse than him? I don't want him to do that at all. Why is he doing that? Why are we doing that? Because they asked him the question. 
I don't know. It just triggered me, and he should have compared himself to Connor Shaw. Oh God! Now, when I think of Joe Milton, I think of Chad Pennington. Oh. Hey, <laughs> shout out Webb High School. Right. Uh, really anything else? Jamarcus Russell. No, I just yeah. I do think that like overall, like it was what we ended up winning by thirty-one something points, and. Yeah, and we we're favored by twenty one, and yeah. so we—I mean—we covered. We all that did all that kind of stuff, but like, it is what it is. I, I think outside that third quarter, which we could just chalk it up to them coming out at halftime, knowing that it, the game was over, blah 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 blah. But I still think we missed an opportunity to play Nico a lot more. And here's the thing: I'm not saying like, hey, we need Nico now, or he's going to be the starter. I don't like that we've missed like three or four opportunities now to get him some playing time well have y'all seen the rumor that he doesn't want playing time i've not seen that he just wants to sit behind joe this year and get bigger and learn the offense before he gets playing time the guy's been here for like 10 months he went through bowl practice he went through spring practice fall practice summer workouts I'm sorry, but... And he still can't beat out Joe Milton. What does that say about the guy? Oh, you know, a Hendon Hooker couldn't beat out Joe Milton. What does that say about him? All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I think it's kind of admirable, actually. Five-star, top-rated quarterback, top-rated recruit in the class is fine to sit. He isn't going to push. That's kind of odd, don't you think? A millionaire is fine just sitting there collecting that paycheck? And he doesn't have to do anything for it. Gosh. Sounds like a nice gig. I don't think yeah. I want to. He's itty-bitty, and our offensive line is bleh. I can't say I blame him. I don't think he's that small. I think he has put on some weight. Like, oh, come on. He's wiry. <laughs> yeah. Looks bigger than Tyler Bray ever was. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just thinking that, like, I'm I'm really I am like excited for him in the future, but I am kind of like man, it would be nice to put the game away in the end of the third quarter or halfway through the fourth quarter and not just let him hand the ball off for two downs before the clock runs out. You know I would like to see him get some sort of live action and get in a flow and a rhythm before we just hand him the ball next year. Yeah, yeah, he's not coming in the in the best of spots. But. I think we need every snap to try and sort out our offensive issues, to be honest. Like, we still haven't found a clean connection with receivers, although we're running the ball like crazy. Our blocking assignments are still weird. We're still taking sacks. Like, there's, Are we there's... taking sacks? Oh. Did, we not pay... Did we not have a couple of drives end on third down with sacks? Especially in that third quarter you didn't watch. <laughs> I, well, you did say something that I would like to transition to, Chris, when you mentioned running backs. I think as we oh, yeah. UTSA talk and in, in, enter into South Carolina talk in dark mode, I think it's clearly, without a doubt, Dylan Sampson is by far our best running back. I would still lean towards right, I think. I think it goes right, Samson, small. I agree with you. But, I, I mean, think, they're all three I think Samson is the most explosive, for sure. That's yeah. Sure. I think Wright's probably a... My gut says he's probably a better all-around back. But I don't think Jabari Small adds... He's not the best at anything. doesn't seem like, so I feel like it should be Wright and Samson. He's got some pretty sure hands. Toss him out in the flat or wherever he he catches it and makes yards. Yeah, I think Small's grown on me a little bit this year. I think he uh, he got off to a pretty slow start. So, hopefully. well, I think with Small and this is me just watching the past couple of years is he's got that one dead leg juke that he, he, it either works or it doesn't. It's like <laughs> dead leg juke gets him eight to forty yards, or the dead leg juke just gets him immediately tackled. Yeah, the other two are very good at um, you know getting through the holes. And yeah, I'd rather have Wright through. running between the tackles probably than Samson, especially given how terrible our offensive line is. But 
Hard to not that bad. I just, I just hate that that I keep hearing that like, oh, the reason Samson's not getting touches is that he sucks at blocking, and I'm just like, well, put him in plays where he doesn't have to block. Doesn't that kind of give away what we're doing though? <laughs> but still, what do you mean? pull a fast one on him. Just a context clue. <laughs> well, maybe if Cooper comes back this week, then we won't have the blocking issues as much anymore. <laughs> And I'm I'm just Maybe. it's there's been so much discussion about him and his uh you know, his impact. I'm just ready for him to be back and just get all that conversation over with and actually see what 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 we look like with him. So hopefully it's this weekend. But speaking of this weekend, that's right, it is South Carolina mm-hmm. and Dark Mode and Neyland Stadium. What do we think about the gimmick? I like it. I like it. It was. I, like, I love the black jerseys a whole lot more than the the grays. Yes. The grays are flammable. These are fire. So what? Huh. It'll be the end of September, and we still haven't worn our traditional home uniforms at home. That does piss me off. We are saving them for the big games. They're all big games. I'm so sick of these stupid uniforms. And not just us. Every team does. Like, just stop. Like, it's 2023. Like, college football traditions are done. I mean, this is, this is the new game. New season. New tradition. I wish they'd get rid of this. I mean, I like the orange pants, though. They were Saturday. Yeah, I'm fine with those. I wish but, we'd never wear them with the whites again. Oh, no. That's that's a great look. I love that look. I know people love it, but just... <clears throat> so I mean, if we're going to do throwbacks, Adidas might as well just call that a Johnny Majors era throwback. <laughs> I would be yeah, fine was... with that. So yeah, I'm, I'm just tired of them because, you know, they say, oh, it's for the recruits, it's, you know, for the for the fans, all this stuff, like... Where's our recruits? Where where's our depth? We've been doing this for four years now. We have nothing to show for it. Hey, I did see a a, a viral uh, TikTok and Instagram reel of Travis Hunter. Is that the two way player at Colorado? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So he was ranking the best <laughs> uniforms in college football, and he put our black jerseys number two. Well. <laughs> Shit, we should wear them every week. What was number one? Uh, I think Colorado's. Oh, Oregon. Yeah, uh, but I yeah he ranked the top ten jerseys and uniforms of college football, and the black Tennessees were number two. Well, good. Thank you, Mister Hunter. Get yeah. well soon. <laughs> that secondary could use you. <laughs> so, how much do you guys think about this week being like? a revenge get back game and like do you, do you are you really concerned about like getting them back from last yes. year or you just want to just win i'd say the thought had occurred to me <laughs> expound on that christopher it, it's an interesting notion that you bring up yes apparently though i have no memory of this we lost to this team last year in a certain kind of way and it had a had a rather strong impact on the overall results of the season. Therefore, I think having them here and playing them at night and wearing a special uh, special uni for them, I think that the I think the whole situation merits a bit of whole get back. Don't you? What was wrong with their special uniform against them last year? Why didn't uh, that work? We looked like the team that they beat the week later. Uh, never, I, again, never, ever do I want to see those orange helmets again that I have no memory of. I kind of like those, actually. Um, I mean, they were they were different. They were cute. The thing that I just don't get is you just railed against uniforms for about five minutes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're just, I love these weird helmets. I liked them. I didn't say we should wear them, but I liked them. Jesus. 
But I heard <laughs> a, do uh, <laughs> I don't know if, it, if you guys have heard this or not, or if it's true at all, but I heard that we have a picture in the locker room of some of the South Carolina players laughing after um, Hendon Hooker got hurt last year. Have you all heard that? No. no? Okay. I would love that if it's true, though. I would, too, but I don't know. No, that's... Uh, I, if if such a thing exists, I hadn't heard that South Carolina players laughed or whatever, but if it exists, yeah. you gotta use it. That's yeah, a good kind of thing to, to kind of hit on with, like, the psychology and the inner workings of, like, Josh Heupel, because, you know, like, He's kind of well put together, like in the press conferences and stuff, and even on the presser Monday, they asked him about the revenge thing, and, he's like, and he said the coach thing was like, you know, last year has no implications on this year. Last game doesn't matter about this, blah, 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 blah. But I think he's like a, a, an assassin killer where he probably, like, does that kind of stuff. He's where he's, you know, He probably circled this game last year. What do you guys think? Oh, definitely. Well, yeah, normally I would say he's going to put up 70, but I don't think that's possible. Oh, come on, Nega. Come on. We'll shoot for 45. What's our what's our season high? Uh, 49, right? Against Virginia? Uh, 45. How many did Mississippi State score on South Carolina? Uh, 30, I think. I think it was 37-30. We can... We can score in the 40s. I mean, their defense is bad. Like, worse than the SEC, bad. But. Oh, go ahead. Our defense is. Our secondary is bad. Like. That's why I'm nervous. I'm expecting this. It's going to be a shootout game, and I just don't know if we have the offense to keep up. I'm watching that. Go ahead, Kyle. Okay. I was going to say, we just got to bring the heat all game. And That's just... it. It's a question of motivation. Yeah. But, I mean, also, Rattler is really good at making plays with his feet, so I don't know. I'm... Did you see Xavier Legat for South Carolina just catch a little crossing route and just brrr down? Yeah. The... And just the he... thought of them, him, going <laughs> just wheezing by our chuckle heads <laughs> in the back end. That's but, why simply tackle the tackle rattler before you can throw it. That's my yeah. X's and O's of the week. I think, I think wow. I do think and that's one thing I was gonna ask is like what is the one thing in this game that you're most confident about? And then that's what's one thing that you're least confident about? Like I think I'm most confident about our defensive line versus their offensive line. Definitely, our, yeah, our front seven versus their line. I'm probably least confident about our secondary versus uh, Rattler if that doesn't, if our front seven like doesn't get to him. I'm yeah. most confident that our defense is going to continue to be bamboozled by the most basic of dodges and take horrific angles and not wrap up. Saw a ton of it against Utah. Doesn't seem to be changing. But our, if your most win, confident thing is a negative for the balls, great. Yeah. I, th- <laughs> I think I think we'll run the ball pretty well, though. Hope so. I think, yeah, what I about think, you? Yeah, I mean, I generally agree with Kyle. Um, I, as long as Tim Banks can, I don't know, I would do worry about Tim Banks, but as long as we dial up some pressure, I'm pretty confident our defense can hold up pretty well. Yeah. As you watched the first half, I was in the car for a lot of it. Did we dial up a lot of pressure last week? Didn't seem like it. Wait a minute. We have one guy that didn't even watch the third quarter, and then we have another guy that didn't even watch the first half. It was on a phone. Okay. So I, I got what I could. I had to go to Halls last weekend. Yeah, I, community in mourning. 
<laughs> no, I think that it. I, I would love for us just to sell out on blitzing and just like yes. you know, just like look, we yes. know that this game is going to come down to us sacking him. So we're just yeah. they might you know get some good passes and touchdowns here and there, but we're just going to go all in on sacks. I mean, I think we should do that and just drop our guys. Let them have like 15, 20 yard passes if they get the pass off. But do not give up the seventy-five yard touchdown. I think you're thinking last year they he they feasted on poor old Mississippi State with that. I mean, if if he completes eighteen straight passes against us, it's over. Beyond over. Okay, yeah. I mean we've kind of beat around it. I feel like the thing that's going to be the difference in the game is the crowd. Okay. Yeah. Mm. No. I'm I tired. Did. I'm tired of our fans being like, yeah, it's, it's a different environment. Oh, we got to break the decibel record. Uh, are we wearing black or are we checkerboarding but making it black and orange? Are we? Oh, my God. Just go cheer on the damn team. <laughs> they do that, man. I don't know what. No, they don't. They go and they get on the party deck and uh, I don't know. I there's no casual Tennessee fans anymore. At least none in the stadium on game days. No offense, but... Matt, you, you want to go? No, I, I already told you. I can't. Got an excuse. Matt, you didn't answer the question, by the way. What are you most confident or least confident about? Uh, least confident about our fans. Most confident... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, most confident... I think our running attack... I think that's probably our, our strength head of this game. Least confident, definitely secondary. Oh, my gosh. Like If we do not get pressure, <clears throat> records will be set in Neyland Stadium by something called a Spencer Rattler. I do agree with you about the crowd. Okay, good, good. I think, no, I agree with Caleb. Oh. I think I think we saw in the swamp that what a crowd, what, it gives credence to the fact that big crowds. This is going to be a frothy crowd. Yeah, it's going to. I mean, everyone seems to have in their mind we're taking 2001 Ole Miss energy into this. And I'm thinking about packing a mustard bottle or two. <laughs> I'm going to go run out the driving range beforehand. <laughs> yeah. I am. I'm a little worried of Beamer Ball hitting us a little bit. You know. Our, our punting game can be a little iffy, and Beamer Ball getting a block punt or something like that to change the game will suck. You think that weirdo is sitting there right now, just diagramming? Oh, okay. On this scenario, he runs to this way, so here I'm gonna send this and this. And, uh, uh. I don't think he is. I think his dad is, and his dad's probably gonna screenshot <laughs> something. Send it to him. Is Frankie around? <laughs> I mean, his dad. Uh- is he like? Is he someone that's genuinely dislikable, or is it just the fact that he coaches South Thanks. Carolina, beat us last year? He is a giant dork. So I remember his first year. Yeah, we all were like, okay, this guy, he's a loser, never going to do anything, and then ruins our season last year. But I mean, I don't think he's a bad coach or anything. I just think he's, he's a massive dork. Yes. No offense. <laughs> I don't know. He, he's excitable. He's charismatic. He, if, if he were ours, I think that we would like him not as much as Josh right now, but I think that we would we would feel pretty warm about him. He's just the other guy. And the other guy this week. But he is also kind of a dork. But that's endearing. Come on. Yeah. You don't think it's a... Plus, like, a little... Alright, what else are we terrible. talking about? Well, South it, Carolina. I was, on, I was really, really surprised when I saw that we're a 12-point favorite. Yeah. Uh, so, I was looking at this earlier in the week. Like, the advanced stats numbers, like the Bill C stuff, has us at, like, a two-touchdown favorite. Just 
purely based on numbers. So this is a little lower than that, but I assume that's why it is what it is. Oh, interesting. It's not a numbers podcast, I fear. What I did he... just, just my gut feeling, I feel like it's a coin flip 50-50. Mm, I agree. I don't know, like... I find it hard to be scared of South Carolina. Like, I don't know. Matt? Like, I'm worried, but I'm not scared. Like, no. I mean, it's a lot. It's like the Florida game, except it's at home. That we are probably the better team. We should win. I feel like if we played Florida at home, we would have beat them. Do we have the better quarterback? No, but we probably have the better everything else. Okay. Do we? Have, do you think our line is better than theirs? Uh, now from what everyone says, their line is like all time bad. But <laughs> yeah. isn't uh, Will Friend still over there? Is he? Uh, I can't remember if he ended up at Carolina or Auburn. Right. Let me look that up real quick. Best friend still getting paid by the SEC. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I saw uh, D'Angelo Gibbs is on South Carolina this year, and he's like, he's like the second oldest non-kicker in college football. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, I did see that recently. Is he going to be? Does he play? No, I don't think he plays. Well, okay then. He he just likes to travel. Yeah. He's okay, a, their offensive travel. line coach is a man named Lonnie Teasley. Ooh, that's man, that's good. He couldn't coach any other position. No. Uh, I forgot Ontario Hardesty was still there as well. Oh, what? Interesting. Man, South Carolina in 2009, wasn't that the game he hit the B button on? The yeah, that, that's the spin yeah. In the black jerseys, the first black yep. jerseys. Yep. The first. All Shout right, out let's... to you, Austin, if you're listening. Remember that game? <laughs> um, so us are we going to win, Kyle? Uh, yes. Caleb? Yes. Chris? No. Yes, we're gonna win. Why, Chris? Why not? I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna move the ball quite well against us. And I don't think that we're going to tackle them very well when they get the ball into space. Yeah, I mean that's the only thing that worries me. Are we gonna have enough offense? Because if if their offense goes off, I don't know could be a repeat of last year, I think. I mean, I, I trust the people who gamble for a living on this one. Like, if you look at the what happened in versus Florida, we opened at, like, 7, and then the line got hammered down. They were betting against us, and they were exactly right. This time, the line opened at, like, 10, and they've been hammering us, and now it's up to, like, 12 or 13. Oh, that's uncomfortable. Surely, surely there's, there's some other motivation for that beyond they think Tennessee's going to win. I think I don't, just what other motivation would they have to bet their money on us? <laughs> They're going to make money because we win. Exactly. <laughs> they think we're yes. going to win. Um, I don't pretend to understand it. I do think it's a little weird. I did see right before we popped on here that they're one of the Vol Instagram things that I follow. They're trying to make Spindler Rattler's quote about uh, like the fan. He, someone asked him in the presser today, "Is like, are you? Do, is kneeling going to be loud?" And he's like, "I'm sure it's going to be really loud, but we'll be okay." No, you won't. Not with our fans. Amen, Matt. <laughs> But, I mean, it was like the quote wasn't like even they showed a video of him, and I just we're just trying too much, I think, to make that like, oh, he said they're going to be okay in our big crowd. Sure, but in in reality, 
what does this guy have to be afraid of us for? I mean, there's that guy torched us last year, and we're very torchable this year with the right person. He seems to be the right person. Uh, the receiver that torched us last year is not playing this year, though. Really? I mean, I'm not. Uh, Wells or whatever? Yeah, yeah Wells. Juice. Yeah. Juice Wells is out. Are they as banged up as we are? Sounds like they're fairly banged up. They have a couple injuries on their offensive line. Juice Wells is out. Doesn't it seem, though, like Josh is saying the same kind of... I mean, help me with this. I don't trust anything he says injury-wise. He says Joe is going to be fine. He got his knee scoped, and everything is fine. Do you trust that? Uh, I don't know. Bearing, no, he went back out there. But he played after yeah. he got injured Saturday, so I assume he's fine. Well... Wouldn't like he, like if he would have left the game and not come back, then maybe I'll be worried. But he literally was healthy enough to play on like a same day. So go out there and tough it out. Then the doc gets a hold of him in the locker room, and then because I mean apparently he was at the doc. Even if he he didn't start, I think that would be probably really good opportunity for Nico to actually get into a high intense game situation, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's not just going in garbage time. It'd be a good I mean, opportunity for him to get some playing time uh, versus one of our biggest games of the year starting. Yes. I mean, I mean that, that's what you come to Tennessee for, except apparently according to Caleb, he came to sit on the bench. <laughs> uh, I was thinking the other day, 2019 was the year we started Jawan Jennings at quarterback against South Carolina and completely demolished him. Well, wasn't that because there was a controversy of who we were going to start all week or whatever? And they kind I of don't trolled us. Why, but Jawan Jennings started the game at quarterback and didn't Schrute finish it? He might have, but I think they did a couple of drives with Jawan. I think that was the week that. Literally, the only thing people talked about all week was who was going to start a quarterback, and then coaching staff just played a pulled a fast one on us. You say you mean JT Shroud, JB Shroud? Yes. Yeah. I heard. Wait, did you say Jawan Jennings in 2019? I'm yes. He started the game. I'm almost certain. 2019? He wasn't here, was he? I think so. Yeah. Was he? Yeah, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. All these years run together now. Let's say 2019 is... That's, that's, uh, that's pretty there. We lost to Georgia State. We lost to BYU. They went on the great winning streak. Oh, yes. Yeah. Our yeah. decade. That's right. Was that back when we were like, hey, we're not going to lose another game until Alabama next year, and we could go into Alabama next year being undefeated. Kyle, I think that was a you and I thing and no one else. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it wasn't for the Garantano, like, QB sneak, we'd have beat Alabama. Us sit there going, oh, yes. oh, man, I think this is the night Pruitt became a ball. He saw <laughs> what they do for Bama, and he don't like it. Oh, yes, the three straight timeouts against Bama icing their kicker in 2019, that was probably peak Pruitt for me. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> Jeez. Shout out to him being a PE coach now. And apparently very humble about it. Well, he's got to be. Yeah. I, I'm really liking him as time passes. I know. <laughs> I never hated him. And I don't blame him for, for shelling out when our boosters stopped doing it. Shelling out 60 grand. Yep. Here and there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I can handle a little bit to you how much you need there, son. No, he was great. Apparently a total asshole, but but great. Only to people who made him do non-football things. The ones in the complex, they seem to like him pretty good. That's what he is. He's a ball coach. He is just a ball coach. Speaking of uh, unceremonious exits from UT, uh, 
apparently they're honoring Fulmer on Saturday in the 98 champions. 25th anniversary in 98. We're going to run out of gimmicks at this point. I mean, what else we got? Do you remember last year? I, did any of you go to the Kentucky game last year? No. Where they, every single TV timeout, they brought out a championship team from some sport. And at the very end, they had all of them walking past the Kentucky fans like it was like the 1972 <laughs> SEC championship swimming team. I mean, it was it was, it was 30, 40 of them, and they were just, ah. That was when the basketball team ran over and started taunting the Kentucky band and fans and stuff. It was, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, they, they, they got rid of the load there. Be nice to see the 98 boys again. No, they're all grown up now, Chris. They're men. That's true. Wonder what Jamal's doing now. Jamal Lewis? Yeah. I don't know. I also don't know what other Jamal there would have been. <laughs> That's what I was about to ask, but I was like, <laughs> even myself. <laughs> <laughs> Jamal Goodrich. Yeah. All right. Any other South Carolina game talk? If we or don't you? win this game, this is this is the firewall game. Yeah. It. This is the breaking point between okay, you can, the offense can get together, things can improve, and you head towards eight or nine, or it kind of stagnates and whatever, and you go down to six and six, seven and five, whatever. It's it's the breaking point. Fork in the road. You gotta win. Well, I agree with this particular take. I also feel like you said this about the Florida game, and I don't think you can have multiple firewalls in one season. Uh, I think you can. We have. To, I think I'm. I think I'm a free human. I'm allowed to think what I want. I I do think that this game is going to be the difference in six and six and seven and five versus eight and four and nine and three. Yeah, are we going to enjoy Birmingham? Or are we going to enjoy? Yeah. Orlando, maybe. No, we're going to get bumped quite a ways down because no SEC team is going to make the playoff. Oh, that's a good point. Ooh. I have no trouble going back to Jacksonville. <laughs> but it sucks that the, that the Outback Bowl is now the ReliaQuest Bowl. It feels like a August or a December 23rd game in Kyleen, Texas. This doesn't so, feel like the same game. And I was thinking the other day. Oh, sorry, Kyle. Go ahead. No, you would. No, yours is probably more relevant. That's probably true. Um, <laughs> so, uh, one thing that I wanted to bring up was, again, I don't know if it's true or not, but with us going into pause and this being the last year of division, that this could be the last chance we face at South Carolina on a yearly basis. I think it is. So what do we think about that? Do We got to go out on a win, right? I mean, yeah. Well, I think we'll play them again next. What, do we play them next year? No. We don't play them next year? No. They are gone. We got to get this one, and I'm very fearful about it. Yeah, because somebody was saying they, they kind of lucked out because on their new schedule, they don't have to face Tennessee or Georgia. Who do they Why play? Not? I know. Why would they do such a thing? I did see that. Um, the last nine, I think the last nine games, teams have alternated three wins apiece. So we won three, they won three, we won three, and then last year they won. So well, we two more we in them. Oh. Yeah. All right, I'm tired of talking about the Gamecocks. Uh, shout out to last week of college football. Generally, it was amazing. It was all right. Played a game Saturday. Yeah. You want to you hear my, my pick for game and uh, performance of the week? Yes. Penn State versus Iowa. Okay. Iowa had four first downs, 76 total yards of offense, 56 through the air, 20 on the ground, uh, four penalties for 28 yards, four turnovers, and had the ball for 14 minutes and 33 seconds. Incredible. 
Wow. Their punter had 366 yards punting. I mean, <laughs> God. That might be the one game I did not watch Saturday. Oh, you missed nothing. But that, that box score was was just something else. I think the, high, are... the highlight for me last week was, uh, of course, they ended up winning the game. But at this moment, it was hilarious that Alabama blocked – a punt and they got the ball at the one yard line so it was first and goal from the one and then it was second and goal from the seven and then it was third and goal from the 20 and then it was fourth and goal from the 23 <laughs> and that was just hilarious so that was just I, just I enjoyed that Lane my, is he like the most overrated coach in college football that's the thing. Name one signature win that Lane Kiffin's gotten. I mean, his best win might be us two years ago. That's what people are saying. Like, Lane Kiffin's best win is us. He doesn't beat people ranked higher than him. Yeah, it's He's weird. just that guy. No. What did you think about uh, Ohio State and their name? That was uh, a good game. It was a close hey, the game. I will say it was close, yes. I, the whole Ryan Day calling out Lou Holtz thing was weird. That was an odd one. Yeah. yeah. But it was also Nobody believes in Ohio. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Ryan Day seems like a big old dummy. He's like a Butch Jones that goes to the gym. <laughs> like an underrated thing was there was no – like they – Pretty essentially just won the game, and then they put the one second back on the clock. And literally the only way Ohio State can lose the game is Notre Dame blocking the PAT and running it back for two. And they still yeah. chose to kick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was... The reaction that Ohio State had, like... I don't know, like it was, oh, it was us against everybody. Like, no, you played a crappy football game, and barely won and now you're celebrating like you just did something like I didn't that didn't sit right with me I hope they lose the rest of them I will shed no tears for Notre Dame not being able to get back up Ohio State being at the top is just par for the course I don't care should we talk about Clemson sucking Ooh. Uh, they they gave play, oh, yeah, Florida, Florida State, State. They gave Florida State everything, everything they could handle and more. But they lost. <laughs> yes. What was the stat that was Florida State's first overtime road win or overtime win, period? First Surely it was road win, true, I think. True road overtime win since the inception of overtime in college football. God, these, these stats At least get they're more decided. ridiculous. Yes. The most I rushing yards on dollar hot dog night in <laughs> history. Like, what? What are we talking about? Um, Colorado losing, thank goodness. They only had to wait one day for a new sports story when Taylor Swift invaded Kansas City. So that was fun to see. Did you all see the, uh, the pregame video of Colorado just like talking so much smack to Oregon? Yeah, they oh, did. Logo and stuff. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah. Uh, Dion wasn't running his mouth after that one. Now they had it coming to him, but I I don't get the Dion hate. I truly don't. He he motivates in a particular way, and they're well above what they have any right to be at this point. So I mean, they're they're a bowl team, but they're not a top 10 team his son is not a heisman candidate yeah but they're not bad oh yeah i, I was, got no i was listening to somebody where they're saying like um uh, you know colorado the casual football fan that's just checking in because of dion they're like oh my god i can't believe he got exposed versus oregon and blah 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 like he's coaching a team that with their over under vegas was three wins for the season 
you know, and like getting them to six and six or seven and five is coach of the year, miracle worker type stuff, you know, so miracle worker, <laughs> but yeah, he's done a good job. Yeah. Oregon's just on another level. Yeah. Speak of they're like Colorado was never top 10 material. No, no. It, 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 it did get an annoying media narrative, but I think that's going to cool. Especially since they're in the same league as Washington, who might be the best team in the country. Oh my God, they're killing people. I did like the, the stat that said, for the first time in Pac-12 history, they have four teams in the top ten. It also happens to be their last year. <laughs> Go out with a bang. One thought I had with the uh, conference realignment is, are we, what's going to happen to bowl allegiances? Like, I would love for those to go away. I mean, if, if we're going to have, like, four super conferences or whatever, like, I don't know. I, I think it would be nice to go to different bowl games every now and then and not just rotate, like, the same three or four. You want to go to the pinstripe bowl, Matt? Yeah, I would love that. Yes, please. Yeah, what bowl would you all like to play in? I mean, the Bahamas Bowl, okay? Like, why are you putting garbage teams there? The Barstool Arizona Bowl. Yes. Oh. You know, I'm I'm not a big Barstool consumer, but I've been hooked on this uh, Riders Cup they've been doing. Have you all kept up with that? No. It's like a Barstool, like, golf tournament thing. It's been pretty enjoyable. I've enjoyed it. They got some uh, pretty bad golfers. <laughs> oh yeah, I've I've seen one that has a stance that's a bit like mine and a swing that's somehow better. I think that's Big Cat. That Big Cat. I didn't realize he was a monster of a human. That dude is massive. Well, they don't yes. little cat. Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> All right, what else we got? Well, we lose steam at the end. This is sort of our MO. It's our calling (laughs) card. I know you love it. Yeah, this is where we just fade off into the black. I think we should end an episode with all of us putting our blankets over our heads. Night, night, guys. Night, (laughs) night, buddy. Just to really drive home the point. We'll get better. <laughs> hope you're listening chelsea please take notes i've <laughs> been playing with an idea that i want to i don't know you guys are gonna make fun of me if i try to do it today but i guess now i have to because i brought it up yep um so i'm <laughs> going to yeah i know i'm going to tell you um actually no i don't know I don't know how I'm going to do this. Do it. Okay. Do it. I'm going to bring up a random year of Tennessee football in a random game. And I'm going to read off a certain player's stat line, and you guys have to guess who that player is, okay? Oh, God, Matt. This is for you, Reed. This is who? going to be a recurring segment that we only do once. No, it's yes. here to stay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This player... What do you, okay, yeah, the year. Okay, wait, what was the year? Oh, um, I gotta go back to the year. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Two thousand and four Tennessee versus Kentucky. Okay. All right. Oh four versus Kentucky. Um, this player had. Not him. Not him. No. 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 Okay. Okay. Uh, Everyone who is still listening, yeah, you guys are amazing. <laughs> Yeah. This player was 26 of 41 for 349 yards, two touchdowns, and two interceptions. Eric Ainge. Okay, we've got Eric Ainge, Chris. Uh, Brent Schaefer. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait. Four. No, it's Rick Clawson. Kyle. I was going to say Eric Ainge, but I, he was like, I know it was 2007, but he. It's 2004 a little bit early for him. No, he was there in 04. 04 was his freshman year. Yeah. 
that was Chris, you were right it was rick clausen yeah yeah good job the not so well, hefty lefty maybe next time let's make it like a south carolina game you know uh, i got a south carolina game right here hang on let me go back again what year you want 1998 i uh, don't go back that far Boy. <laughs> 2009 dark first dark mode okay, there we okay okay oh. Lane Kiffin, I just have that hardesty spin move just burned into my brain. No, this was my favorite. Wait, what just happened? Uh, back. The answer is Alshon Jeff. Great radio. Okay, last Tico one. Here. pumping gas. I think they retired his jersey, didn't they? Or they're going to. Okay, 2009 South Carolina. This player had one catch for 38 yards and one touchdown. Who was it? A South Carolina player? No, Tennessee. 2009, one catch. Austin Rogers. Ellis Teague. Uh, what was that? Uh, oh, who's that? Gerald something. Gerald Jones? Gerald Jones. Gerald Jones. So Austin Johnson, guys. Come on. Remember the fullback? Oh, uh, yeah. 38-yard catch? Yes, he had that beautiful, or Crompton uh, had that play action, and Johnson just, like, ran past everybody. It was a beautiful play. All right, folks. Well, that's I'll try to workshop that segment a little bit. Yeah. All right. This kicker had – I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, yeah, we'll, we'll play with it. I'll, I wanted to go through and, I don't know. Daniel Lincoln. I, I panicked. No, it wasn't him. All right, anything I else? Understand. No. Nope. Nothing else? The camera's light shines bright. Nope. We're ready. We need to win this one. We need to win this one in the worst of ways. Yeah, we do. But you predicted a loss. I did. Thank he's, you for your service, Chris. He's stopping Thank the you. All right, folks. Uh, follow us on uh, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube. I think now we're on Amazon, too, Amazon Music, uh, wherever you get your podcast, oh. and uh, yeah. what? Yeah, Spotify, Apple, go follow yeah. it. Yeah, anywhere, wherever you prefer. But, yep, let's go and grin us a Gamecock this weekend, boys. Bye-bye. <laughs>